0: hey mama you're listening to the supernatural childbirth mamas podcast this is a place where we want to encourage you edify you by bringing together moms who have experienced a supernatural childbirth all of us got our journey on this started by reading a book called supernatural childbirth by jackie mize it was a book written in the 1980s but it is still impacting moms today the fact that we are no longer under the curse of the law because of Jesus Christ, we're under the blessings of the law. So one of those curses was pain and childbirth, and we can be free from that. So us moms have come together. We've believed for that in our own births. Um, we're bringing other moms in so you can hear those stories and hear those testimonies and be encouraged. That's why we're here. If you have a similar story, reach out to us. We would love to have you on the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Be sure to search in groups for Supernatural Childbirth Mamas. We're there, it's a, a community of hundreds of women who are there to encourage each other, lift each other up, pray for each other. It's been amazing getting to know all of you. Uh, in the future, we're hoping to have more small group settings of either uh, trainings in faith and trainings as uh, for being a mom or just group settings where we pray together. We're working towards that and we're looking for leaders. If you have it in your heart to lead other women in this way, let us know, reach out to us. Uh, if you search in the Facebook group, there's actually a form to fill out. So can't wait to dive into today's podcast. All right. Hi, Supernatural Childbirth Mamas. We are just so happy you're here today and listening um, it means so much to us that you take the time to come here to get refreshed and hear stories and testimonies. I'm excited today. I have Mikelyn with me and she is going to be sharing uh, multiple uh, pain-free birth stories. So this is just going to be such a blessing. Mikelyn, are you there?
1: I'm here. Yay. Thank I'm you.
0: so happy that you're here.
1: Um, so hi, I'm Um. I I'm a mama of five, and um, I just wanted to share some of my journey with the Lord about um, learning about supernatural childbirth, learning about pain-free birth, and and what the Word really has to say um, about that and, and how that helped me in my journey. So, uh, I'm so um, excited. That, I'm excited, too.
0: It's going to be great. I'm excited. So take it away. Tell us everything you want to say.
1: So, um, so when I first got pregnant after I got married with my husband, um, like right out of getting married, we got pregnant like a month after we were married. And so I wasn't really like planning to be pregnant yet. Um, but I had always wanted lots of children. So I was, you know, very excited, um, but a little nervous. Um, and, you know, I feel like sometimes, um, what the world has to say about childbirth and about being a mom can be really negative. Um, but like what the word has to say and what God has to say about childbirth and being a mother is all blessing Mm -hmm. and all joy and, and just, um, and so, um, I, I had found the book supernatural childbirth by Jackie Mize and had read that and, um, was, you know, doing my best to, to, you know, believe God and, and walk in the things that I had read. Um, but I really had no idea what I was doing <laughs> like, <laughs> for being honest. <laughs> um, and I was intimidated by birth cause I didn't know what it was going to be like. And I had never experienced it before. And so, um, I went into my birth and I was like saying all the right things, if you will, but I was honestly like really afraid inside. And, um, and I went into that birth and it didn't really turn out the way that I had hoped that it would. Um, it was pretty traumatic in nature and dangerous. I would say like for me, um, I ended up just having a lot of complications that aren't normal and it wasn't, it wasn't good. Um, And so I came out of that birth feeling really disappointed. Like, you know, um, I didn't understand why that had happened at the time. And I was like asking the Lord, you know, in my hospital room, like, why did this happen? Like, I thought that this was going to be different than this, you know, and just crying out to God and kind of went into a little bit of like postpartum depression after that. And so fast forward, like several months later, and the Lord started to like speak to me about the fact that, you know, we were going to have another baby. And I like told the Lord, you know, I was like, if that if it's going to be like it was last time, like, I don't want to have another baby. And, um, you know, the Lord really started to minister to me and he like asked me, um, do you want me to show you how this can be different? You know, and, and so I said yes, um, to him and he showed me, um, a vision of something that had happened in my pregnancy with my first child, um, where i had had a conversation with someone who was well-meaning. They didn't mean it to be bad in any way. They just didn't want me to be let down. Um, And they were sharing with me about, you know, that there was no such thing as as pain-free supernatural birth um, because of what happened in the garden. And so the Lord showed me like, a seed from that person's mouth like planted in my heart. Mm. And it was like a a picture of like the seed came out of their mouth and it like, you know, went into my heart. And from that point on in my pregnancy, like I didn't realize this at the time, but from that point on, I um, never really like prayed or, or believed God for supernatural pain-free birth, like good labor. I just believed for a healthy baby. And, and I got that. I mean, I got a healthy, beautiful baby girl, even with all of the traumatic birth that happened, like nothing bad happened to her. Um, And So like the Lord was just showing me like, you know, I have more for you than this. And then he took me to the scripture in Matthew four or no Matthew 11, four where Jesus is tempted um, or, And he uh, was talking to me about how um, in the scripture in Matthew 4, where he, um, you know, the devil comes to Jesus and he says, it is written, blah, 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 whatever, you know, that he does it three times, three different things. And Jesus responds to him every time with, it is also written. Mm -hmm. And he answers the devil with scripture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, again, I just want to reiterate, like that person that spoke to me was not like, trying to do that to me but they they were well-meaning but they weren't speaking the truth they weren't speaking you know what the word says like as it pertains to me now and so like when that happened um you know the lord said to me like you know the enemy came to you with scripture to try to knock you off course Mm -hmm. You know, he twisted that scripture and said, like, oh, this is what this really means for you. But the the Lord said to me, you know, you need to answer him how I answer him. Like, it is also written. And so you need to find out, like, what the word has to say to you about birth, like about the blessing of motherhood and children and childbirth and childbearing so that you can be free and you can know, like, through the grounding of the word, like, you are set free from all of this other stuff you know that really like helped me like and that was the beginning of my journey um with really like learning from the lord about that but but you know that beginning to that journey really helped me because you know i really felt released by the lord like it is god's will for me to have a supernatural pain-free birth you know with no complications with a healthy mama a healthy baby but not just healthy but joyful and happy too Like, blessed all the way through. Mm. And, like, that really, um, it really helped me. And the Lord said, um, I found um, several scriptures that the Lord spoke to me about. One of them was Psalms 113.9. And it says, he gives the childless woman a family, making her a happy mother, praise the Lord. Mm. And then in another translation, it says, he makes the barren woman abide in the house, a joyful mother of children. Praise the Lord. And, you know, it also says in in Psalms twenty seven three that children are a blessing, a gift from God. And it goes on to talk about, you know, happy is the man whose quiver is full of them. They're like arrows. and And it just talks about, you know, the blessing and the joy of children. And the Lord started talking to me about how, like, it's supposed to be a blessing from the beginning to the end, like from the moment I conceive, you know, and well, there's really no end to mothering, but, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but like, it's supposed to be a blessing from the very beginning, not like just after they're born.
0: Right. Yep.
1: And, you know, and I, and I have found that to be true. I mean, I have had four more babies. I had my first three um, in the hospital and then my last two at home. And I love to give birth now. Like, it's, it's funny because <laughs> you wouldn't think that. I mean, like with what the world has to say about it. Like for someone to say, well, I love to give birth. Like I love to be in labor, (laughs) (laughs) but I do, I, I love to be pregnant. I love um, to give birth. You know, we'll probably definitely have more children and, and I don't fear the blessing that God gave us you know, my husband and I, like, I don't fear being pregnant because it's going to be awful, or I don't fear being in labor because it's going to be painful or, you know, scary. Like, God sets us free from pain and fear and sickness. And and so it just, like, really set me free from that. Um, the other scripture that the Lord really laid on my heart um, for today was first Corinthians three, nine, and it says, we are laborers together with Christ. Mm. And, you know, the Lord that really, like I, that was one of my core scriptures, like during my first labor after my, um, my first pain-free labor was like, I'm going into this and I'm going to co-labor with Christ. Mm. Right. I mean, he has already set me free from all of the scary things that could happen in labor to the world standards. Like I, he set me free from that. And so like, I'm going to co-labor with Christ. Like I'm going to allow him to carry the load of the things that might be intimidating, you know, and might be like too much for me to handle. And, and then I am going to just like be at peace and rest and, and submit to whatever he tells me to do. Right. And, and it, it's interesting, like I remember, so my first labor after after my first child. Um, I went into labor and I was like, okay, you know, I'd been believing God and standing in faith. And I was listening to Supernatural Childbirth. I had it in like CD version. And I've been listening to it like all day, every day in my house. <laughs> and um, just like, you know, bo- you know, standing on the word. And I went into labor on Mother's Day, which is kind of cool. And um, I was like oh okay well i guess like today is the day and like the lord just started speaking to me like from the very beginning i woke up in the morning and i had went into labor and you know he say he said to me like today you're a joyful mother mm. right like and i was like okay you know like thank you lord you know <laughs> and i like went on throughout the day and um my husband went to church i stayed home like and showered and got our bags ready because it was a little early and then we went to my aunt's house for lunch because it was mother's day and um we uh were children's pastors at their church at the time okay and so we went you know to her house and and i just was like in labor at her house, you know, and everyone was like, you know, well, why didn't you come to church this morning? And I was like, well, I'm in labor, and they were like, you're in labor? Why aren't you at the hospital? And they were all freaking out, and I was like, we're good, like, you know, I don't need to be there yet, and like, everything is um, fine, and like, you could barely even t- labor. Wow. And we went, um, so we finally like went to, I was like, well, I think maybe we should go because the hospital is like 45 minutes away. And so I didn't want to have the baby in the car. Um, (laughs) And so we went to the town and we went to the mall and I had like a really strong contraction that wasn't painful, but like, was like a lot of pressure, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, I think maybe we need to go to the hospital. Like, I don't know how far along I am, but I really feel like maybe we need to go there. And so we went and, um, my midwife came and she checked me and she was like, Oh, like you're eight and a half centimeters. Like, it's a good thing you're here. (laughs) And I was like, yes, it's a good thing I'm here. (laughs) And, um, so they like put me in my room. They gave me a trauma nurse, like all this stuff because of my history. And, um, like we get into the room and, you know, I was like, well, can I like go for a walk in the hallway? And then nurse was like, I guess if you want to, like, you're pretty far along. And I was like, okay. So I went out and I got ice and I'm like walking in the hall laughing with my sister. Mm-hmm. And we passed by the nurse's station and the nurses were talking about me. Like they, they were like, my nurse was saying, there's no way she's eight and a half centimeters. Like they must have checked her wrong. Like, you know, she doesn't even seem like she's in labor at all. It's going to be a long night, like all this stuff. Right. And I just like laughed and she, they turned around and I was like, I hope that's not true. (laughs) And she, and you know, they were like, you know, quieted down or whatever, like they weren't being mean or anything. They were just like talking to to each other. Yeah. Yeah. And so like I went in back into the back into the labor room. And the midwife came and she was like, well, I'm gonna check you again. It'd been like a half an hour. She checked me and she was like, Well, you're 10 centimeters. And she was like, you know, you can just push, you know, whenever you want to. Do you feel like you wanna push? And I was like, not really. Like, I don't really know. You know, (laughs) I was like, I don't know. (laughs) And she was like, well you know, she's like, well, call me when you know. And I was like, okay. And so I was just like laying in bed and like having contractions that were strong, but like they weren't pushing contractions, if that makes sense. And I was not in pain at all. Like I and I said to my sister, like, I laughed and I said, I can't believe this actually worked. And she she was like, Oh, Michael, and like, God's word works. And I was like, Yes, God's word does work, you know? And, but it was just like, I was like, I was not shocked because I knew that I had been standing on the word of God. But to like have the such, such deep contrast between the two birds was, um, like a little shocking for me, you know, like I was, I didn't know what to do with it basically. And so finally, like the, she had walked out, my midwife had walked out and she had told me that the baby was like still kind of high up, if that makes sense. Like, Mm -hmm. even though I was like 10 centimeters, the baby was like needed to come down. And like about maybe two minutes later, I looked at my my nurse. And I said, um, she needs to come back. The baby's coming out. And she was like, Oh honey, like your baby's not coming out. You haven't even pushed yet. Like she was like, you know, like trying to like, and I was like, no, like this baby is coming out of me. Like you need to get her right now. And so she like went out in the hallway, like kind of slowly. And I, and she came back and I had never had a pushing contraction before because with my last labor, um, My, so I had like a condition called like exhausted uterus is what they called it. I don't know what that means exactly, but that's just what they told me it was. And so like, I never, I made it to like nine and a half and like, they had me pushing already. And so I never like got to a place where I was actually having a pushing contraction. Um, but I did push the baby out finally, but, um, so I had never felt them before. And so when that um, happened, I like, it kind of scared me, like, it, because I wasn't expecting it, if that makes sense. Right. And I wasn't in pain, but, like, I was, like, urgent, Like, I was, like, um, you need to get her. Like, I was, like, <laughs> you know, I was, like, you need to get her right now. <laughs> and so she came and, like, literally, like, you know, the baby came right out. Like, as she walked in the door, she had one glove on and the baby was out. Like, wow, and I, (laughs) my husband looked at me and he said, well, if it's going to be that easy, we can have more right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, okay, but maybe give it a little
0: while. Give it a minute.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But it was like funny, like just because he was, he was pretty like nervous even through the whole labor because he was kind of waiting for it to like turn and get bad if that yeah. makes sense Yep. and so like it was such a blessing and such a like it was just amazing like I was so amazed at what God had done and I you know through each labor like so I had three more after that that were supernatural and pain-free and and it's kind of funny like you know, with each labor, you know, it gets better and better. Like it gets, my labor gets shorter. Like my last labor that I just, I just had a baby last September. He's seven months. And my last labor was an hour and 30, 45 minutes. Um, from like my first contraction to baby in my arms and it's like just been such a beautiful, amazing journey. Like, God takes us, you know, from glory to glory always. And so, like, there's always something better than what you've had before with God, you know, like, and I, I it just amazes me because, you know, at, at that time with my second born, my son, um, he is going to be seven this year. I, um, you know, I was like, there could be nothing better than this. Like, that's how I felt, you know, after giving birth to Him. I was like, you know, there could be, you know, nothing better. And, like, God still continues to, like, make each labor better and better. And, like, each birth, you know, He leads me and guides me through each labor differently. You know, like, it's never... The same exact thing but like he's always there laboring with me like he's always there speaking to me on the inside saying you know like be in this position or um you know like worship to this song or like it can be all kinds of different things but like as long as I find myself like following after what he's saying to me you know then my labor is like at rest, at peace, pain-free, without complication, you know. And and I think, like, I, it comes down to, like, resting in the finished work of Christ. Like, mm. when He sets us free, you know, from pain and sickness, like it says in the Word, when He sets us free, you know, that there's a scripture, I don't have the reference in front of me, but there's a scripture that says, you know, He keeps me safe and sound and childbearing, mm. you know, like, like I don't have to be afraid when I know that the word of God is true Mm. and when I know that what God says is truth. like and it doesn't matter you know what like outside circumstances say or what the world has to say about what I have to have in labor like what matters is what Jesus provided for me on the cross and like and and following after his leading in the moment and I just, you know, it really, it really is. God is so good. And, you know, in Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30, um, it says, Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you because I am humble and gentle at heart, and you will find rest for your soul. My yoke is easy to bear and my burden is light. And like the Lord was like, really like put on my heart as I was praying about, you know, coming on your podcast, like that, you know, take my yoke, like, don't take the world's yoke. Don't take what people have to say as your yoke, like, but take God's yoke upon you because he wants to carry the load for you. Mm -hmm. You know, he wants to be the one to bring you peace, to bring you joy, to bring you rest. You know, when, when you don't know how. Um, like, you know, you don't know how things are going to happen. Like God does know. Mm -hmm. And like, he knows the way through labor, right. And he wants to co-labor and to carry for you so that it's not heavy for you. Like, it's not scary for you. It's not, you know, all the thing, all those things, it can be happy and, and joyful and peaceful because we have our trust placed in the one who carried it already. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and so, so yeah. No, that's so good. Mm-hmm.
0: So your other births were they in the same place?
1: Uh no. So um so my first baby was born in Michigan. We were living there and then my second baby was born in Indiana in the hospital. Um and then my third birth we lived back in Michigan <laughs> and that was an interesting one for me because I actually gave birth to her in the same hospital that I gave birth to my first child. Um, And so it was, it's, it was its own hurdle, I guess. um, Just because like, I went back to the same midwife practice and um, that the same midwife was not, was no longer practicing midwifery um, there, but, and it wasn't her fault anyway, but you know, like just because of, you know, I, I feel like, sometimes, um, the place like really matters to someone, you know, like where you're giving birth. And especially if you have like a memory that isn't good in that place. Um, but for me, like when the Lord, um, when I went back to that hospital, like the Lord really just, he was so faithful to me and he helped me to like, not, not be triggered by that, I guess. Wow, yeah. Um, I, uh, you know, with my other two babies, I gave birth to them at home in the house that we live in here in Oklahoma. And um, that was wonderful. It was a totally different experience than a hospital birth. Um, Both were good and both were supernatural and full of God's goodness, Um, but it was just totally different. Um, And I, I loved that. I, I'm, I will Forever do home birth now just because I love it so much. And partially why like my birds have been like so much faster at home was because mm-hmm. like I was just in my own place. Like I could where I normally worship, I could worship. Where I normally play the piano, I could do that. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was just like it was my space with me and God all the time, not just like making a space in the hospital. But I think like you know, recognizing, like, for me, watching, like, the difference in the in the two places of birth, really the thing that matters is not where you give birth, but, like, that you give birth with Christ, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, God, you know, wants you to be where you feel m- the most safe and comfortable. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, He wants yeah. you to have what you want to have and there's no right or wrong answer like hospital birth center home wherever like god wants to be with you everywhere but but like you know i think you know like preparing a place as much as we prepare a place in the natural like so for instance when i went to the hospital like i brought music like i brought you know like the worship songs that I had been worshiping to in my, in my pregnancy, I brought my Bible, I brought like scripture, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, or like at home, you know, like I prepared the place where I would give birth. Like I put a hung scripture up on the walls and I made it look pretty. And you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Um. but like, as much as we prepare, as much as we prepare a place, um, you know, we pre- our hearts like our hearts is a place that needs to be prepared I guess yes um and I think like that is like the thing that really really changed um really changed a lot of things for me uh, in opposed to my second or from my first birth because in my first birth I was so concerned with what would happen like the natural aspect of And while those things aren't bad to know, it's good to know what's going to happen, you know? (laughs) But, but like, more importantly, like, is my heart prepared? Like, do I find my my peace, my trust in Christ and what he's Mm -hmm. done, you know, regardless of Mm -hmm. the physical circumstance around me? That's good. That's really good. I feel
0: like that's a really deep, revelation actually for a lot of moms. Cause I think we try to, you know, take control of what's around us or think that our birth will go a certain way because of where we're birthing. But mm-hmm. that's just such good truth. It's really, it's really what's in your, what's in your heart. That's really good. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Thank you. Yes. No, mm-hmm. that, that was amazing. So it sounds like you're saying, So if you, how about this, if you were talking to another mom and this was new for her, how would you advise her to proceed with believing for this for herself?
1: I mean, I would tell her, um, to, to get, you know, in the word with the Lord and, and ask him, you know, just just ask him, what will you show me, um. You know what are the things inside that I need to work out? You know before before this birth, what are, how can I um, have revelation of of what your word says to me about birth and and also just um, to go before the Lord and ask Him. You know, like are there places in my life where I don't fully trust in in You or what You've done um, on the cross for us? Because I think you know, sometimes like, you know, there can be things like in the past, like whether that's like a past birth or even not even, it has nothing to do with birth, but just like past experiences um, in our lives that can like hinder or cause fear on the inside of us. Um, and And I, you know, the word tells us Um, that God set us free from fear that he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but a power and love and a sound mind, you know, that the love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts when we asked him in and that perfect love and he is perfect love and he comes to live in us. Like he casts out all fear and, you know, that's one thing, you know, that, that the Lord, um, really ministered to me, um, as I was, um, like, just praying, like, because, you know, I was kind of afraid, especially after what had happened the first time. And I, um, you know, and I was like, Lord, like, I don't know how to not be afraid of this. Like, I don't know how, you know, and the Lord said, like, stop looking at that and look at me, like, stop looking at, you know, what happened, like, and look at me and like, look into my word to see, like, who I am and how, how faithful I am, how good I am, like, and that I will surely come through for you, you know, like that, you know, I've already done that work on the cross. So like, I will surely do that for you. And, and, you know, and so I, you know, I prayed, you know, and I, and I got into my word. And I remember, you know, when I would come across like scriptures, when the when I would be reading my Bible or just like I would look up scriptures that had to do with mothering and, and had to do with birth. And, um, you know, I found in the old Testament, even, um, so the Pharaoh wanted to kill the Hebrew children. And when he, he, the scripture says that, um, the Hebrew women gave birth quickly and easily before the midwives could come unto them. Mm-hmm. Because and and when I found that scripture, I was like, okay, like, you know, I'm adopted in, right? So like yeah. that same way that they that same way that they give birth quickly and easily, you know, before the midwives can come onto them. Not sure I want that part, but <laughs> but you know, if that happened, it'd be fine too. <laughs> but you know, I was like, um, you know, I can give birth quickly and easily you know, like, that's what the Lord said to me, like, it doesn't have to be a long drawn out process. Like I can give birth quickly and easily. And it is that simple. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so like, you know, when I found that scripture, like that, you know, it put inside of me, like, I can do this, the word told me I can do this, I can do this, you know, mm-hmm. or um like the scripture that talked that that I um, had talked about before about that. It keeps me safe and sound in childbearing. Well, like that gave me peace and assurance that I'm going to be kept safe and sound. Like I don't have to worry about, you know, statistics or what might happen or what happened last time could happen again or whatever that is. Like, I don't have to worry about that because my God keeps me safe and sound while I'm giving birth. Yeah. You know, and that's like, a big relief, you know, even with my last baby, um, you know, the enemy still comes at you with thoughts and, you know, he tries to offer you like, are you going to pick this up? You know? And, and so with my last baby, my fifth baby, um, I was, you know, I've, I've done this a couple of times and I think sometimes it's easy. Like, at least it it has been a, a temptation in the past, like, I don't need to like worry or prepare about it because, like, I already know how to do this. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it does. Yep. And so, um, but the Lord, like, you know, the enemy, the enemy came at me and he said, you know, well, what if you die when you give birth this time and leave all of your children alone? Right. That's what the enemy said to me, and I was like, well, first of all, I rebuke you, enemy. Like, <laughs> you don't get <laughs> to speak to me. <laughs> but, but you know. Second of all, like, it, the word of God for for our life in general, but in this specific instance for birth, like, I need to renew my mind to the word of God, right? No matter how many times I've read it before, no matter how many victories I've had in the past with this specific area. Like, if if I, the word of God is, you know, is fresh and new every time you read it and god will give you new revelation and new um perspective you know from the word of god as you seek his face and and then just like to keep yourself like built up in the truth helps you w- when the lie comes you know like when the enemy brings a lie to try to contradict what the word of god has to say or contradict what you're believing and you know that the word of god supports what you believe like then you don't have to even give it a second thought. Like you can just say, well, I know that's a lie, you know, because I read it this morning. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I know that's a lie because I know that my God is faithful. You know, I know that he does what he says he'll do. And, and I think like, you know, that really it's, it was like a challenge to me this last time because, um, you know, I have a lot of kids. I homeschool my kids. Um, my husband and I are in ministry. And so, like, our life is busy. And, like, I was kind of just, you know, riding off the wave of my last birth kind of a thing. You know, like, it'll be fine. It'll be easy, just like the last one, you know. but And then when the enemy came at me with some of those thoughts, I was like, oh, Michael, and like, you've got some heart work to do, you know. And... And to prepare your heart for, for this beautiful time that you're going to have giving birth to this baby. And and so I did that. And, and I would just say, like, so whether you are a mom um, who has never done this before, um, you've never given birth before and you're listening to this podcast, you know, like, I just want to say, like, this is for you like you can have a supernatural pain-free birth the first time like you don't have to experience anything less than that and like and and to just get in the word and to um to get that revelation for yourself like what does God's word say about me what does God's word say about my child what does God's word say about mothering and this birth? Like that it can be a blessing all the way through that. We don't have to miscarry that we don't have to have pain and sickness in, in child's or in when you're pregnant or when you're giving birth. And, and then if you are a mom who has had, you know, a birth in the past that was less than you hoped for, or you didn't even know that this was possible then, you know, that, that this word is still for you, you know, like that God has a plan that God will lead you in a supernatural pain free way so that you can have a beautiful, a beautiful birth um, that has no complications, that has no pain or, or anything that that's bad because it's supposed to be a blessing and joyful. And, and just to like take heart, like if if you have had a bad birth in the past, like that's not the end of your story. Like, that isn't the end of what God has for you, and that God can set you free from that that pain, that trauma, that you know, fear, whatever that is that um, that you carry that that goes along with that, you know. Mm-hmm. And and all you have to do is ask Him, you know, like the Lord he just waits for us to ask him. He's a gentleman and he doesn't force his way in, but he, he desires to bring healing, to bring, you know, freedom to that situation in your life, to that, you know, past thing that happened. And, and I think, um, you know, just on that, you know, train of train of thought, like, you know, the scripture comes to me, you know, knock on the door will be open, seek and you will find like the Lord is just waiting for us to say like, yes, I want to know what it is that happened. You know, if you were believing God and, and you didn't have what you, what you had expected, what you had hoped for, like, you know, the Lord is asking us, you know, he's offering to us, like, do you want to know, like what happened last time. And like, will you let me lead you into Mm -hmm. victory in the future? Like, it's not like a condemnation thing where, you know, because there was a part of me with my first birth that I thought, um, you know, like I had told all these people that I have a pain-free birth after reading the book. And I was like, you know, and then I had trauma and, you know, I was in pain, and then I almost died at the end, and it was just really bad, and, like, I had all that happen, and, like, I had been saying this whole time to people, like, you know, I'm gonna have, you know, supernatural pain-free birth, and all this stuff, and then that didn't happen, and I felt let down, you know what I'm saying, like, I felt ashamed, like, like, you know, what was wrong with me, that that didn't happen for me, like, all kinds of things that the enemy was trying to put on me, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and, and, you know, the voice of the accuser is never the voice of God. You know, the voice of the accuser is the enemy. It's the devil. Like he is the one who accuses. He is the one who points his finger at you and says, this was your fault. Like, like it is not the Lord that does that. Mm -hmm. And, and I think like, you know, a lot of, I've seen other women, like, they've had a bad birth. And then, um, and then it's like, well, I guess it's not for me. Like I can't have a supernatural pain-free birth. Like I, I guess I don't have enough faith or I guess I don't have, you know, I'm whatever, whatever it is, you know, that they, that they feel or think. And you know, what the Lord said to me was like, the truth sets you free. Mm -hmm. Right, The truth sets me free. It doesn't bring me condemnation. Like it doesn't, you know, Place blame at my feet, like it doesn't, like that's that's not what the truth does. The truth sets me free. That's good. When the Lord said that to me, like you know, I was kind of afraid. Like I, I knew that what happened in my first birth wasn't God's fault. Like because I know I'm grounded in the Word. Like I knew what God has provided on the cross. Like I know, you know, the Word of God. Like I, I was not. I knew that it wasn't God's fault. You know what I'm saying? Like, even though like the temptation to be like, where were you? Like definitely arose, if that yep. makes sense. Yep. Um, but but then I was like, okay, so then I had turned around and said, Okay, well, if it's not God's fault, then it's obviously mine. Like, if that makes sense. Yes. And and like the Lord said to me, like, no, 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 like the enemy is the one who steals, kills, and destroys. Like like, I'm not, I'm not putting blame at your feet, but I do want to show you how it can be better. And I do want to set you free, right? I want to set you free from, from what happened. I want to set you free from, you know, blame, from fault. I want to set you free from fear and anxiety about what could come. I want to set you free. And he was like, so will you let me set you free? Like... Will you let me show you what happened so that you can be set free and it can be different next time? Like, and I think like, that's like a scary thought sometimes because like, it's a scary thing to think, well, like God's going to show me what I did wrong. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like, I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah, it does. But I, I want, but, but it's never like, God is always loving, always gentle. He's always kind. Like he always brings freedom when he speaks to us. Like, and so like, I never have to be afraid of what he's going to say to me. Right. I never have to think like, okay, you know, because, because his, he's always out for my good. Like he's always coming to bring me goodness, like, if that makes sense. And yes. and I think, you know, when I was set free from that feeling of, you know, what is God going to say to me when I ask him about this? Like, is he going to be disappointed in me? Like, is he going to, you know, whatever, like, like, when I was set free from that feeling of that, then I was able to look at what happened. And God was able to show me how it could be different, Mm -hmm. like like how his goodness was going to make it different, Mm -hmm. you know, like, and, but I had to say yes to that. Like I had Mm -hmm. to say yes to hearing from him. Like I had to say yes to, um, to hearing, you know, what had hindered me last time and Mm -hmm. to be set free from it. Mm -hmm. You know, if I don't, if i can't look at it if i can't hear from the lord about what happened last time because i'm too afraid or too traumatized or whatever like then then i can't be set free yeah and and i think like you know that's that's like something that the lord really really ministered to me and you know like that goes into all areas of my life not just with birth you know like when I can hear from the Lord and I trust him right
0: Mm -hmm.
1: then I can always be set free and I don't know I've that's super good I
0: I don't think we've even addressed that at all on the podcast and I think there's been a lot of moms that didn't have the birthday We're believing for, you know, even in our community, they, they didn't have what they were believing for, but it's almost like you don't want to go back and touch it and figure out, you know, you don't want to go back and touch it. (laughs) You just want to move forward and, you know, do it different and believe different. But I feel like that's a really powerful revelation to just go back to him and sit with him and, and just hear, hear what it was. That's
1: amazing. I think that's really,
0: really powerful revelation.
1: One, one thing that really helped me too when I did that was the Lord, um, the Lord started talking to me about asking him where he was when all that happened in my first birth. Hmm. And, and I could not like, where were you as in like accusatory, but like, where were you? Like, you know, like what, where can I see God's goodness in this bird? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And like it it helped me to be able to look back and see like God was with me, you know, like even in my fear and even in the hardship of what happened, like, and even in the fact that it could have been different than that, like even in that, like God was with me, you know? And, you know, I remember, um, From one part of my birth, like I had been pushing for several hours and, you know, they wanted the baby to come because I'd been in labor a long time and I was tired and, you know, they have like certain protocols at the hospital where you can't just labor forever. So, um, and so I, um, you know, I went, I was pushing and I remember like this feeling of like, I can't do this anymore. Like, that's how I felt. And Um, you know, like the Lord came to me and, and brought me strength to be able to push the baby out. And, you know, my midwife had told me after that birth, like you never had a pushing contraction. Like you pushed that baby out all on your own. Mm. And like the Lord said to me, like, you didn't push that baby out all on your own. Right. Like, like I was there with you, like strengthening you, helping you. And like, I think like, Sometimes in birth, like, there's, like, a feeling of, like, I am woman, hear me roar. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I don't mean that, like, in a negative, like, a mean way. Like, it is empowering to give birth. Like, it is an amazing, transforming experience where it's, like, wow, like, you know, God, like, God made our bodies to do that, and I did that. Like, you know, like, that is an amazing thing. Like, I'm not belittling that at all. But, like... To recognize like, you know, the scripture that says like without, without God, I can do nothing, you know, like, and just like, you know, not only did God like make this beautiful, amazing way for us to bring a baby into the earth that he like partners with us to bring forth life, right? You know, but also just that, you know, like God is there with me, like in that time where it was hard and I was afraid and God did never left me. You know what I mean? Like he never left me in that. Like he was there and he protected me. Like he, you know, when I should have continued to bleed out, like that didn't happen and they hadn't done anything yet. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it was the Lord was with me and he preserved me and helped me and took care of me, you know, and even in the fact that that was not the birth that I had hoped for and it was not the birth that I had prayed for, like, and that, that wasn't God's plan. You know, it wasn't God's plan for that to happen. Like, um, he was never left me even though I wasn't like doing it the way that, that he's provided for us to do it.
0: Mm.
1: And that like comforted me and helped me to see like, Um, You know, just that, like, his love and his provision in that, even when, you know, I wasn't taking hold of everything that he could have given me, if that makes sense. Like, and I think, like, there's, there's freedom in knowing that, like, you know, God never leaves me and forsakes me, right? And no matter where you find yourself, you know, in pregnancy and birth, like God will meet you right where you are to help you. And like that is freeing in itself because it's not about, you know, what I can do, but it's the fact that like God will meet me no matter what, you know, and God will help me no matter what. Like God desires to just be a part of it if we'll let him you know and i don't
0: no it's good i think it's amazing that's amazing and i think any mom listening is just really really blessed by the way that you shared that and approached you know approached how you walk this out and i think they'd probably love it if you would pray for them do you mind praying over the moms listening
1: i would love to pray for them Thank you. Dear Lord, thank you so much um, for this opportunity. But I thank you for every mama that is listening um, to this podcast, where, wherever she finds herself. Look, I just pray right now that you um, would meet her in wherever she is, God. I thank you that you would speak to her heart. Lord, I pray that you would reveal things, on the inside, that you would um, bring comfort, that you would bring peace, that you would bring healing. Lord, I pray that they would have open hearts to what you have to say to them, God, because you want to bring freedom, you want to bring joy, you want to bring blessing. Everything that you have, every promise um, that that you have in your word, that you would surely do that for them. I pray um, that you would give peace to the mamas that um, that are facing um, pregnancy again after um, a hard season. I pray that you would um, reveal to their hearts um, just whatever it is that needs to be revealed to them so that they can walk in the fullness of your promise and your blessing, God. I pray for the mama who's the first time mom and and is walking into this um, and, and doesn't know what it's going to be like in the natural, Lord, I thank you that you know that you have walked pregnancy many times before with other women and that you can lead them and guide them effectively um, and that they don't have to worry about what it's going to be like because they can put their eyes on you and trust in you and trust your leading. Um, and I just pray um, for the mamas that are, they're waiting to be pregnant. Um, maybe they've had Um, carriages in the past or or they're just struggling with infertility. Lord, I thank you that you make the barren women to keep house and to have children. I thank you, Lord, that there is none barren among your people, God. And so I just pray right now and release blessing over their wombs right now in the name of Jesus, that they would be able to to get pregnant and to have the children that their hearts desire. And I just thank you um, that you will keep them through all of motherhood, that you'll keep them, you know, as they get pregnant, that you will keep them as they give birth, that you will keep them in the palm of your hand as they mother their children, and that you will continue to lead and guide them. And I just thank you, God, for your goodness, for your faithfulness to us, God. You are always faithful. I thank you, God, for all that you are, and we love you. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you so much. That was so good.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. That so nice. No, that's amazing. Seriously, thank you. And um, can the moms reach out to you? I forgot to ask you that part.
1: Absolutely. I would love that.
0: How can they find, are you on the Facebook group? Maybe I can tag you or should they look for you on Instagram?
1: Um, They can look for me on Instagram. If you tag me in um, the the podcast or yep. on the, when you post it to the group, I can just put my stuff there so that they can take her Instagram or whatever they yep. would like to do.
0: I will do that. I will do that. Thank you so much, Michael, for being here and for sharing. And I know so many moms are going to be blessed. And um, that's the, the great part about the podcast is that these stories keep getting listened to over and over. So thank you.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the opportunity and thank yes. you for doing this. It encouraged oh, yeah. me greatly. <laughs> oh
0: yeah. good. It's seriously just such a gift because, you know, I think all of us know that's what I mean, the Bible says that, right? That uh, it's the word of our testimony, like that's how we overcome. So I think it's really, yeah. really powerful. So thanks for taking the time to share today.
1: Thank you so much.
0: All right. Thanks, ladies. Uh, Be sure to join our Facebook group. If you haven't already, just search for Supernatural Childbirth Mamas on Facebook groups. Um, We are just always there and connecting. And if you're a mom who has a story to share, be sure to reach out. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Okay. Thanks, Mike Lynn.
1: Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye.